Am I Wrong Today was about something that a lot of couples deal with, uh, binge-watching, and then binge-watching behind someone's back. I was surprised at the fervor I know. that some people <laughs> had with all that. Uh, plus, we also jumped around a little bit. We Dr. Had, Seuss. We had a lot of Dr. Seuss on the show today. And uh, by the way, can I, can I get some credit? Vindicated for what? No, this thinking that he was a bad person. Vindicated in this, and you were one hundred percent right. Little Plus, did we know. In our first break, one of the most wildest commercials ever. We are being lied to straight to our face. That's at the very end of the podcast. That's our bonus track, but it all starts right now. Kelly and Wood. We are doing Am I Wrong this morning with Kelly and Wood in the morning, and uh, we got uh, I believe is it Dustin on the phone with us this Dylan. morning. Dylan on the phone with us this morning. He's having an issue, and uh, I'm going to let him explain, and then we'll get your calls, get your texts, and we'll let Dylan know if he's wrong. So, hold on. I got to get the right thing pulled up here. All right. Sorry about that, Wood. I, 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 oh. I got a hot take with this one, I think. Okay. All right. So, Dylan, what's going on, man? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Yeah. So, you know, my wife is pretty upset with me right now, and I guess I got to ask you guys if I'm in the wrong here. Um, you know the show House of Dragon, like the Game of Thrones? I oh, on HBO there. Off, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, the side show. Yeah, I do so, not know it, but uh, I am familiar that it exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife and I were big fans of it. We've been watching it, and basically, like she she went out of town for a little bit for like uh, half a week, and I decided to just watch the show by myself, and I finished the last season. And I was just figuring I'd rewatch it with her, and she got back, and she was just super upset with me that I went and watched it without her. I I found out all the, you know, the secrets of the show and didn't wait for her. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but she took it really to heart. Let me ask. Let me ask you this: um, how, How much? How many episodes were you into it with her before you started watching it on your own? Well, for this season, about like four, four episodes in. Okay, Cause, yeah, so. that's my because this show ended in like October, right? Yeah. So you I guys think, have been yeah. sitting on this for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like, we never got around to it, so I'm like, okay, I just want to see what happens so we can watch it later. Okay. Too. What on a scale of one to ten? Ten being nuclear, one being mildly upset. Where was she at? She's probably about a seven. Oh wait, like she didn't want to. Yeah, she didn't grab the kitchen knife, but... <laughs> you got a spicy one. You know, this actually happened to me. With which show? It happened uh, to me, too. Stranger which... Things. Oh, yeah. Stranger yeah. Things. I got sick and tired of waiting on the wife, so I just blasted ahead. I- I'm embarrassed oh, yeah. to say that it happened with me with The Handmaid's Tale. Of course it did. <laughs> it, yeah. it did. I, the Handmaid's Tale is a dang good show. I don't care what either one of you said. <laughs> Judge me if you want to. Dylan, I know we just meant, but you're about to catch a fresh yeah, one. It's all right. <laughs> but I thought The Handmaid's Tale was so addicting. It was the same thing. It's like You literally become addicted to it. You mm-hmm. need it in your life. Yeah. Plus, if you wait too long, you start forgetting who. Especially like Game of Thrones has so many characters yeah. and stuff like that. I'm not... You know what the hell with it? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter what you think or what I think. Okay. Now, let, let's go around the room. There were three guys sitting here. Would you be mad if your wife did this behind your back? I personally would not. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm just going to watch it when I have time. Then. Depends on the show. Okay. Depends on the show. If they start giving me spoilers, yeah, then I'm going to be upset. That'd be but messed up. if they just watched it, who cares? What about you, Dylan? What if she would have done it behind your back? Would you be upset? Uh, not really. I mean, maybe if it was like the last episode and, you know, we were, we built it all up, but 
if she was just like hanging out, needed something to do, I wouldn't really mind. I don't think. So that's why I'm like, what's the big deal? All right. Well, let's put it out and see uh, if you are wrong, Dylan, for binge watching a show behind your wife's back uh, without her permission. There you go. <laughs> so we're gonna put you on. We're gonna put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls and hear all the texts, and then we'll give you your judgment. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Hold on one second, Dylan. All right. We need you to call in and we need you to text right now and let us know if Dylan's wrong. You know what's funny is I just thought about that. That my wife got mad at me for going ahead on The Handmaid's Tale without her, mm-hmm. and then she went and finished the whole series without me. Did I even say boo? Retribution. Yeah. The I swift. I didn't say a single word. Mm. But, hey, I'm different. So, let's get some calls. Let's get some texts in here. We already got some coming in. <laughs> Jesse said, oh, for God's sake, as long as there is no spoilers. Ah. Uh, that's a good take. All right, let's get some calls. Let's get some texts. And let's help Dylan out today And Am I Wrong. Kelly Wood. All right, we got Dylan sitting on hold for Am I Wrong right now. He binge watched a show behind his wife's back. She got upset on a scale of 1 to 10. He said it was about a 7. And he wants to know, was he wrong for her being gone out of town? And what was the show they were watching? Uh, the new Game of Thrones, House okay. of Dragons, I think it's called. He went behind her back and binge-watched some episodes. Right, was he wrong? I... So we got a, I can't believe how many texts are coming in. And how many texts are saying he's wrong? And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of them split. How about this one? Uh, for some texter from Heather, in my house, it's not very often my husband and I watch the same thing. So when we do, I would be very upset if he watched it without me. Really? Uh, Ashley, he's 100% wrong. I accidentally started watching our show once because Netflix accidentally. rolled on to the next thing. I didn't think <laughs> twice. My husband walked in and he was not happy. This was an innocent mistake. Dylan did B, it on purpose. As in B, S is in S. Netflix gives you like seven seconds to opt out. So don't give me that on accident. Left the remotes on the other side of the room. Uh, Jody. Get up and leave. (laughs) Jody texted in. Oh, my God. Seriously, the wife needs to chill. Who cares? He can watch it with her again. It's not the same, though, is it? Uh, Amber, that would upset me, too. When my spouse and I are watching a show together, it's something that I look forward to when we have the free time. Linda, yes, he's wrong. KT, no, he's not wrong. Like you said, as long as there's no spoilers, I agree with Kelly here. Technology, it's ruining the world. Come on. Hey, listen, normally I'm on that band. Bandwagon too, but I don't know about on this one. Uh, I have a, I, my in our house with Stranger Things. How funny it sucks when your spouse does that, but I don't think you need to lose your mind over it. He was willing to watch it again and not give away the secrets of the show. I think she needs to calm down. But then it's not fresh. No, because I you definitely watch it different because like I knew what was coming up in Game of Thrones when I read the books and yeah. like the. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the Red Wedding episode, I, I literally spent the entire episode like watching my wife yeah. to see her face when it, when it was going to go yeah. down. Even better then. That's a little more romantic time because you went and watched it without her. Mm. Spent your whole time gazing upon your bride. Uh, Jamie takes in, when are you guys going to start being adults? Uh, That's a great question. Not, not on this show anytime soon. You know what's soon. funny? I don't even know the last thing I binge watch. I just don't do it anymore because like, I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling of wanting another episode, wanting another episode, wanting another one. My wife and I started watching The Tulsa King, the Sylvester Stallone oh, show. Oh, yeah. And it comes out every Sunday, and we had stacked like three up. And I finally said, I said, look, are we going to watch this? Well, well, I said, boom, done. You're done. You're I started out. watching it myself. This That's is my, pretty good. This is my binge watch. Right. Good for Sylvester Stallone. That dude's been a celebrity for like 50 years. Uh, He's been in movies and TV for like 50 years. Don't get me wrong. The other people trying to be like mafiosos in the show yeah. totally suck at okay. it, but it's a decent watch. Well, he's the Italian stallion. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we got a couple people sitting on hold. Let's get to them. What's up? Uh, just my opinion. Again, another just opinion. 
it's not about the show. It's something that they've been doing together, and he kind of did it without her. My okay. fiance and I have been watching Yellowstone, and she said last night, you know what, I'm not really in the mood to watch it, so I, I'll wait. But again, it's more. It's not just about their show. It's about something they did together, and he did it without her. So it's like an activity. Yeah, exactly. All right, but how long are you supposed to wait? Uh, he said he was. On, she was only gone for like a few days, like a half a week, right? Right. Yeah. So that's not that long, is it? It's, I mean, now, when if you're staying a, if you're staying a week, two weeks, and it's not like you're waiting for like Yellowstone. We're watching it as the Sunday comes out. Right. And they're binge watching it, so. He's waited three. He's waited three months since the show ended, so can't wait a couple more. He's got some valid points, Wood. He's got I, some valid points. I'm just saying, how long am I? <laughs> what I could be taken from this earth today? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. Hold on, we gotta get to another one here. So, what do you think? Is it because we gotta get a female's perspective on this mm-hmm. thing? Because it's just dudes standing around talking right now. What do you think? Was he wrong? Yes. You do think well, it's wrong? Well, it's wrong for him to binge watch it behind my back, but I can do it. Are you serious? So has this happened in your relationship? Like, what show are you guys binge watching right now? Uh, Bull. Bull? Yep. B-U-L-L. Okay, that's like a crime drama, right? Yep. So how many episodes are you in? Um, you know what? I don't even know. We are on the second season, I believe. Now... Oh, I was gonna ask a question. If you do why if you do stream cheat behind his back and he wants to go back, will you rewatch an episode or will you just own up to it? Uh, I would own up to it. See, I would I'd be like making prediction. I'll be like, I bet she's gonna do this <laughs> and blow my wife's mind. <laughs> That's a good one. I should yeah. do that. I have not watched this one behind his back. You haven't? I have not. But you're saying if you did, it'd be okay for you to do, just not him, right? Yes. All right. Well, cool. Let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming. We got to help Dylan out on this one. So far, everyone's saying he's wrong. Yeah. Uh, Sherry texted and said, dude, you are so wrong. You might as well go on vacation without her now. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Keep the calls. Keep the text coming. We got the judgment and am I wrong coming up next. Kelly and Wood. All right. Dylan is, or Dylan. Yeah. Dylan is sitting on the phone right now. He's waiting for his judgment and am I wrong because he binged watch a show behind his wife's back. On a scale of one to te- 10, she was seven mad. That's pretty mad. That's uh, that's up there. He wants to know, was he wrong for watching it behind her back? Uh, other people texting in says, look, I'm married and I can't stay awake for the life of me watching anything, <laughs> my husband. So he just goes ahead and finishes our show. It's because I'm a working mom of four. You Good get it, night. girl. Good yeah, grief. That that's a lot. Makes sense there. Uh, other texts rolling in here. How about Bridget says, come on now. If all you have to be upset about is a TV show. Life must be pretty good. I believe they call that a first world problem. Not wrong there. Uh, right or wrong, not sure. Now uh, you will be watching alone. My husband did that as we were watching Yellowstone. I couldn't figure out why I was missing things. Find out because he watched episodes without me. Now he watches alone and I have better things to do. That would be a little confusing when you got like, wait. That guy. Well, she didn't realize that she missed episode four, five, and six. And he just jumps ahead and like, all right, hey, we're going to watch seven. <laughs> Got any questions? Just ask me. Uh, how about this? Uh, Casey Tech says, it's not just about the show. It's about the time together. It's about I, the fact that we wait for a year for you to get to things. And now, let's watch the darn show. 
I, I disagree about the time. If that's your time together, I, is that quality time? I yeah. Okay. My wife, see, but th- that's different. You don't watch a lot of TV. I so don't. People that do watch TV, you're right. That is time together because you get the you know the surprise and all of it together. I I could get rid of every streaming service I have and be okay. Like I'm I'm a YouTuber. Like I just I just watch stuff on YouTube. Everything's there for you. What if your wife was watching some of those stupid boat videos of yours without you or your dumb documentaries? There's, there's, why is everything I like dumb? I, that's a self question you need to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you with that. <laughs> Fine. Well, uh, Natalie takes in. I'm assuming she is more upset that you didn't want to wait to spend that time with her. So, see, I think that's it. Uh, Jennifer says you are wrong. If you started together, you finish it together. Man, I, I really expected this to go the other way. But, uh, all right. Well, should we get Dylan back on the phone and give him his judgment? All right. All right, Dylan, uh, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, and your judgment today, and am I wrong? A lot of people are saying you're wrong. But hey, at least you got an answer. Thank you. But if it makes you feel any better, Wood thinks that you were in the right. And that always counts for everything when it comes to marriage, right? (laughs) (laughs) So what's next on the old uh, binge-watching schedule? What are you going to get to next? We might watch that Handmaid's Tale. It's dang good. (laughs) Your wife is going to love it, trust me. From one woman to another. (laughs) (laughs) These people are looking for love. I love it. We'll help them find it. It's Missed Connections with Kelly and Wood. This is where two people almost had a love connection, but didn't quite make it. So Wood uses the power of radio to see if we can't thrust them back together. Now, first of all, clean it up. Because it's not that kind of show. Oh, it's clean, trust me. Especially today, because this has nothing to do with love. This is embarrassment. Okay. Says an apology to all of you, male for female. Let's go. I want to send a massive apology to all the women that were shopping at store name here. You're leaving that out? I am. On Sunday afternoon. Is it Victoria's Secret? It was not. Okay. I was the guy who accidentally walked into the female bathroom, (laughs) grabbed a tissue... Waved it, y'all. I had no idea why I thought I walked into the men's room. I was having an issue with my allergies, and I just walked in to blow my nose. I did think it was a little weird when I all of a sudden saw nothing but females there. Thankfully, none of you seemed all that worried, so I thank you for that. There was nothing sinister about what I was doing. I just kind of had a brain fart. <laughs> so thank you for not turning me into some predator type of list guy. That is a Christmas miracle. Wow. Well, I'm glad you pulled that one because yeah. that, that message needs to be heard by anybody who was... We've ter- all made the wrong turn. How, what's the longest that you've ever gone into the wrong bathroom? Full full on. Yeah, me too. Full Again, I kind of, when I walk out to like, wash my hands and I realize, I'm like, man, there's no No, you're like, this is a high class bathroom. No, you are. It's very nice. It smells <laughs> nice in here. Now, I, I say that, but every time at the end of the night when I had to clear out the, for the bar when I was a bouncer. Yeah. One of my jobs was to bang on the door. Hey, anybody in here? And go make sure that there's nobody passed out. Mm-hmm. There was a time or two where there was somebody. Yeah. The female bathroom was always destroyed. Yeah, I, I remember that from my club days, too. Paper towels everywhere. It was a mess in there. But I do feel that I I should probably maybe do a little apology as well. This is an apology. In the spirit of this season, is this anyone, just- I've turned the light off. 
in the restroom. <laughs> is this going to me then? Because you do that to me all the time. Oh, I've gotten you. Yeah. I've gotten... I, I will just pop my hand in the female restroom if I see somebody walking in. Shut her down. Pop it off. Yeah. I give them about 15 seconds. I know when you go in there, you start doing your thing. Boom, light shuts off. Thank goodness for flashlights on phones. Yeah. Otherwise, that would be a much <laughs> that'd be a much dicier exit than that. <laughs> I told you about the time I was at Target and I was going to the bathroom and I saw a super bedazzled uh, sandal next to me. Mm. But I was like, eh, it's 2022, whatever. Let your freak flag fly. Right. But then I heard an old lady's voice go, oh, dear. <laughs> she was like... This isn't the men or this isn't the ladies' room, is it? I was like, no, ma'am. I said, but I, I, said, I said, but I'll tell you what. I said, I'm gonna go out and make sure that it's all clear for you to make the exit out of here. So she was in the wrong room, not you. And she noticed it when she probably saw my hairy old foot and my yeah. flip flop sit there. She'd be like, mm. that is not a woman's foot. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's right. You'll do this again next week, I'm sure. Hey, oh, know, no, we won't be here next week. No. So we have to go one week without. Last one of the year. Hey, and you brought it today. Oh, my. And if you didn't make this love connection happen, or if this apology was not heard by the right people. A text message just rolled. My husband walked into the wrong restroom in Arizona at a restaurant. Woman gave him the worst stink eye. You don't want that. It happens. Yeah. When we used to go to Mystic Lake Casino mm-hmm. in Minnesota, the for some reason, the woman's bathroom was where the men's bathroom should have been. And I'm telling you, when I'd be waiting in line for the buffet, four or five dudes walk into the wrong bathroom. And by the way, it happens. It's all you restaurants that think it's kind of quirky and stuff to put, you know, the sign on the door. It's like yeah. pokes and all the, and whatever right. it is. Like hens and roosters. Yeah. It's like, I don't know which one's the male. I don't know which one. I'm just going in. And I'll, I'll just wait until I see somebody walk out and then I'll, then I'll make my, but if they made the wrong call, yeah. I'm right behind. This it. one's on you, Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They probably say men and women. Why, yeah. why am I bringing Applebee's into this? <laughs> we'll do another one next week. Oh my. Some call misconnection. <laughs> Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Lakota, North Dakota, population 683. Lakota checking in at number 76 on North Dakota's most populous cities. That's a heavy responsibility for Mayor Brad Huey, but that's why Lakota, North Dakota is holding it down as today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right. We got maybe it's just me now. It's no secret. I've been letting everyone down for, for a couple weeks on Maybe It's Just Me. Aside from when your son had texted me some. Stepped uh, up and did your job. Otherwise, it's just I, I'm finding things interesting literally that nobody else is, so I'm having a really hard time with it. Well, we were talking about Dr. Seuss earlier on the show, and we were talking about the book Fox and Socks, and we were talking about The Grinch, mm-hmm. and you were talking about how much you hate Dr. Seuss. Can't stand it. Freaks me out. Somebody said they had all kinds of information about Dr. Seuss. I said, why don't you hold up a second, and you can be today's Maybe It's Just Me. Now, you can hate on me all you want, Wood, but you're not going to hate on a woman who calls in to help us with Maybe It's Just Me. So let's see. Fingers crossed. Hey, if it's bad, not my fault today. Wow. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right, so you said you have a bunch of information about Dr. Seuss and that we would find it interesting, so I'm making you our Maybe It's Just Me today. What do you have for us? So I have so much knowledge to share this morning with you. Let's go. You're going to be so excited. I know. This is like, holy crap, okay? So Dr. Seuss was a total jerk. Did you know this? 
No, I didn't know like this. He left his wife. His he left his wife who had cancer. Really? For Come another woman. For, yeah. I did and not he know didn't any even of really that. Really like kids that much. I yeah, didn't... and so he was. Yeah, I have so much to share with you. So <laughs> he was a super um, <laughs> political guy, and actually, many of his books are written. Um, for political reasons, like there's a book called Yertle the Turtle, and Yertle the Turtle is actually modeled after Hitler, and he used to have a little Hitler mustache way back when he was first written. I knew I was onto something. Wow! Holy cow! Right? What else yeah, you got so, for us? Um, and, uh, okay, I got so much more. So the Butter Battle book was actually about the atomic bomb. And if you've ever read it, it's about uh, these. Uh, you know, they always are have these weird, weird creatures, kind of like their their characters are. And um, it's about like not liking each other because they butter butter their bread up or their bread down. But it's really and so it's a stupid reason to not like each other, you know. Kind right. Of. So it's it's a political kind of thing. But it's ultimately about the atomic bomb at the end. They're, like, holding this little circle ball thing and are, like, and if they drop this or something like that. Jeez Louise. That's dark, man. I, I know. Just, I just Googled it this is. turtle one. It's, it's frightening. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really, it's a kind of a cool book. But, yeah, so he was super political. He did political cartoons. And then they're like the there's the like the fox and socks books too, where they're like beginning readers too. Yeah. I think they're stupid. I actually really like the political ones. Like I love the Lorax is a good one. If you've ever heard of that one, it's yeah. like about environmental stuff. You know. I saw the movie. Yeah, I, I definitely saw the movie Lorax. Yeah. The book is way better. The movie is just bizarre. But, eh, um, yeah, I'm busy though. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I was a teacher, so I loved reading out loud, uh-huh. and so I, I can read that stuff out loud very well. Um, but yeah. Well, this is interesting. Now, you know, now you're in the know. I know. I have so much to share. I'm like, I have to talk to these people. They need to know what I know right now. Right. And now my life will never be the same. Thank you. Never. Yeah, you'll be like every. You're gonna want to buy Hitler for your uh, Yertle the Turtle for your kids just to read it now. <laughs> Not bloody like <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thank you so much for the call this morning. There you have it. There's your maybe. It's just me this morning. Don't worry, man. You keep farming this out. This bit might become something at some point. Hey, have yourself something. That was interesting, though. I never heard that about Dr. Seuss. It's it, dude, like this history of him. Yeah, I mean, it's Wikipedia, so who knows? But yeah. wow, pretty dark, though. I think I'm. I, I was on to something. <laughs> I always trust my first instinct. Maybe you didn't find this interesting today, and honest to God, I don't care because I didn't even bring it. <laughs> but I found it interesting. Uh, and if you didn't, I don't mind looking you right in the face and saying out loud to the world. Ha, 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 baby, baby. Kelly and Wood. Well, as 2022 draws to a close, Wood's got an end of the year quiz for us. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can pass. What do you think of that music? That's pretty corny. Pretty zany, isn't it? But, uh, so I actually have a good, um, potpourri, if you will, of right, questions here. Let's go here. First question. Super Bowl. <laughs> Who was the halftime show? This past year? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Gonna need an answer. Um, If I don't get it, I'm gonna deflect to Brian Riley. Oh, wow. Why can't I remember who okay. it was? It wasn't the weekend. That was two years ago, right? Maybe. The weekend. I... Final answer? 
Oh, wait, no. Was this the one that was like Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg? I don't know. Final answer. I'm going to go. I, I think it was the one that everyone thought was great, and I thought it was mediocre at best. Uh, I'm going to go Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and somebody else, and the rest. Correct. That yeah. is what it is. I didn't need you on that one, Brian Riley. Dr. Uh. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and 50 Cent. Okay, I knew I missed a few. You hit the wrong button there, by oh, the way. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Nicely done. He's just preparing himself. Uh, how about this? What song from the 1980s did the Netflix show Stranger Things propel back into the top? Oh, this is of the e- charts. This is such an easy one, man. All you had to do was turn on the radio for five seconds, and you would hear. Look, I can even play it. Whoops! What is that? Oh, <laughs> you, is that? you're you're that's, a, that's exactly all the song. That was the that was the yeah. big hit. Running up that hill. That's right. I knew that one. That's easy. All right, Come two on, two. Give me a challenge. Let's crank it up a little bit. This comedian died after a fall in his hotel room in Florida. We know this one, right? Yeah. Bob Saget. That's true. Dude, come on, okay. man. This rocker died of a drug overdose in Colombia in March. Uh, rocker died of a drug overdose. I don't know this one, Brian Riley. Do you? I can't remember his name, but he was the drummer of uh, the Foo Fighters. Uh, so Corey, not Corey Taylor. That's the lead singer of Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, Holy cow. What Who knows that? His, uh, it starts with a T. Uh, There's a T in it. Yes, it, it is. The, the drummer. Uh, Taylor Hawkins ah, man, was okay. his name. We didn't get that one. Not going to give you credit for that one. Uh, how about this? How old was Queen Elizabeth when Ooh. she died? Wasn't she 90? Oh, gosh. I know she was in her 90s for sure. I don't think she cracked the 100 mark, though. Uh, I'm going to say 97? I thought it was 92. Let's split the difference. 95. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all three of those guesses are wrong. 96. Ah, dang it. I was close, though. It was an even number. Uh, how about another one here? Uh, right. What city hosted the Winter Olympics earlier this year? Uh, Xixiong. Bless what? You. What? what was the name of it? Why can't I think of the name of it? Was it, uh, wasn't it Beijing? Be- was it yes? <laughs> Shishong. Is that even a town? No, I thought for some reason I thought it was like X I O X O N G or something like that. Shishong. Well, Beijing is right. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Sochi from that, a few years back. That could be. That was a while Boy, back. Fall apart. Good I'm night. Apart here at the end. And then uh, uh, what the heck? Right, one, one more question. One more question. Let's uh, let me end on a high note. This singer DM'd a woman he had an affair with to ask her if she'd be okay. With him giving his unborn child her name. Oh, shoot. I remember this story. Uh, it was a, an actor or a musician? Uh, it says singer. Singer. Um, dang it. Uh, Kanye West. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, come on. No. Adam Levine. Yeah. Adam Levine. Oh, man. Brian Riley got it. Boy, I didn't know this year as well as I thought I did. It's kind of an interesting year there. Yeah, it was. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Oh, yeah. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Illinois, my friend. Land of Lincoln trash. There you go. Well, that's where we have a gentleman who is asleep in his bed. Maybe thoughts of sugar plums. Who knows? 
But he heard a loud crash and then a motor rev in his front yard. He dashed to the window and what did he see? Well, a Dodge Ram that had plowed through his Christmas decorations and into the side of his car. As you can imagine, he threw open the sash and ran downstairs. When he came out, the driver of the truck was still behind the wheel and was matting it, trying to pull out of the yard. But he is doing nothing but digging himself into a further hole. When the man banged on the window and said, hey, what's going on? The driver wouldn't even turn to him. Said, I got to get out of here. I got no time for this. As you can imagine, 911 had already been called. When authorities arrived, sure enough, they checked the ring doorbell camera that saw the Dodge Ram go blasting through the yard, right through the nativity scene, rest in peace, three wise men, (laughs) and into the side of his car. Well, when they finally got him out, sure enough, 30-year-old Michael Lahman was drunk. When they asked him what was going on, he said, hey, man, I don't know. Those guys came out of nowhere. (laughs) He was quickly subdued and taken to jail and charged with a DUI. All right. Well, we can definitely give this one a score. No word on what happened to baby Jesus. I assume he probably ducked it. Yeah, he was probably fine. Yeah. Uh, Well, Wood, let's give this one a score, shall we? Come on. Plowing into someone's yard. Trashy. Seems trashy. I'm going to give that 175 points right Mm -hmm. off the bat. Um, plowing into a nativity scene. That's I don't even want to mess with that. That's sacrilegious, right? That I, I'm going to give that 200 points. It's the King of Kings, right? Sacrilegious. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I'm going to give. Uh, let's see, the fact he was drunk. That's 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I missing here? Uh, he was matting it in the front yard, just spraying mud all over the place, <laughs> trying to make his getaway. That's super trash. He was probably hung up in all kinds of wires and stuff. Dude, dropping him four low. You're in a truck. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a Dodge. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know that that's bad or good. No, I, I like uh, mine. I know. Your Dodge is nice. Very nice. Um, all right. What else do we got here? Uh, he was arrested, 75. Yeah. I got that he was drunk. I, I got it. There's got to be more it's than short that. short and sweet. It was, but there's got to be more than this. You know, once I rented a house that was on a curve, and one morning we woke up and a car had just blown right through the curve and yeah. smashed into this guy's yard, and he was out picking things up. And I went. I was like, "Dude, I'm sorry. You know what? Ha- and he's, dude, this happens three well, times a year." You made fun of my mailbox when you were over at my house last time because it's shoddily made. It's it's pretty. Yeah, it looks like a lean to, mm-hmm. but that's because people plow into our mailboxes all the time. Because I live on the corner there, mm-hmm. and boom, bunch of kids, you know, revving their engines, driving their hot rods. You know, what was it when we got that heavy snow like last week? I was behind a snow plow. Yeah, and it wasn't the snowplow's fault, but when the snowplow threw the snow, yeah. it destroyed this mailbox. Hey, what are you gonna do? Like the mail, like the snowplow itself didn't hit the mailbox. It was the, snow, the snow, and yeah. it was so heavy, it just exploded this mailbox. Collateral damage, man. It'll happen. That's what you get for living in the Midwest. That's not trashy, though. No, not at all. Hitting uh, baby Jesus is trashy. That's super trashy. That's sacrilegious. Come on. All right, I got a score for you here. Murr all over the place. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready for this one? <laughs> Very pleased with myself. <laughs> Today, Come on. our gentleman plowing into a nativity scene earns himself a respectable 700 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Uh, we get to the bottom of some wild food combinations. Uh, we did that. We also found out your daughter getting her braces. Yeah. 
Could be a little bit of a rough sled here for the next couple of days. Yeah, it gets a little tender those first few days. And then we got into a lot of tooth injuries from a lot of different oh, people. Oh, man. Oh, and we learned something about Jimmy Stewart this morning that was pretty cool. Very cool. It's all in the uh, the bonus track, which is our first break from 540 in the morning right now. Kelly and Wood. Hey, you were a little wobbly there early. I was. I was. But you brought it back. Check it. Uh. Check it. Uh, uh. Ready to do it this morning, man. I'm feeling good today. Of course you should be. Why is that? This is... I woke up on this side of the ground. Well, that. And this is one of the biggest throwaway weeks of the year. I know. all Because I listen to a lot of morning shows, mm-hmm. right? Like ones from in Minnesota, all over the country, just like, all right, what is everybody else doing? Are we Are we at least... <laughs> listening to the streets. Are we, are we at least in the ballpark with everybody else? And everybody's like, yeah, this week we just don't. Everyone's like, well, they like literally come on the air and like, what should we do today? And honestly, this is where I have respect for like first responders and stuff. Right. Can you imagine a nurse just walks in and be like, oh, I'm not doing this today. I'm mailing it in today. I ain't come here to work. (laughs) You're going code blue, but I'm going to give you like a code purple, maybe. I'm not giving you my all. I, um, so yesterday my daughter got braces, which, I think I was more excited about it than she was. Well, because her now she's in pain. Yeah, I was about to say. Now, because she was like, oh, dad, my teeth hurt. I'm like, well, because they're shifting inside the bone right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, and which sucks because Christmas is Saturday and she's or sun, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. And she, I don't know. I don't know how long the pain lasts. Maybe three, four days. Mine wasn't even that. It was usually the first two days or so. Now, I don't know about the first time, but yeah, usually after your quote unquote adjustment, it would be about f- two days. And then okay. Okay. Boy, I just it, it it's like I don't know it, it's it's so weird because it feels like such a huge milestone. Like getting braces was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like every kid got them, and and my daughter needs them. And I, I don't know there was just something about it yesterday that put me in a good mood. I was like, hey, we're 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 moving along in this thing called life here. As I look at my son, yeah, I'm like, God dang. That's going to cost me a grip. <laughs> it's not cheap. That kid has teeth all over the place. God love him. I mean, we'll get him straightened out, but yeah, that's... I Look, I, here's the thing. I've always said that, like, the one thing that my parents did that I'm so grateful for was give me braces. Give me a big smile here. Oh, that's nice. It is yeah. nice. They're starting to shift a little bit, but I got that permanent retainer in the back. Do you have that? Like the I, wire on the back? I did, but I got punched one time so hard it popped <laughs> off. Dang. I got hit so hard, it popped the enamel off one of my back teeth in another fight. <laughs> That's a hard hit. I mean, it, like, if I rub that tooth, it's like, it's like scratchy. Like rough? Yeah. Dude, that, you gotta get that looked at. Nah. There's all kinds of fungus getting in there. No, I asked the doctor, they're like, it's okay. But I like literally, it was a it was a big fella. Oh, that's a that's a hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, the ones you don't see coming are always the worst. <laughs> but you know, eh, what are you gonna do? I still got mine on the bottom, the permanent retainer, and then this is a fake tooth right here, this front one. Mm-hmm. This is one I always tell people I busted out playing hockey, but that's oh, not actually yeah. what happened. I actually was just trying to learn to skate backwards, mm-hmm. and and I my feet went out from underneath me, and I Ooh. I landed on my mouth. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the feeling of that shock of because the tooth cracked in half. Ow! It's not like it even just chipped. That thing busted in half, and I'm like teary eyed out on the ice trying to find the other half of my tooth, like they were going to reattach it or yeah. something. Super glue it. <laughs> but the reason I know that having good looking teeth it makes you feel better is because this tooth, this fake tooth, when I got my braces off, was super dark for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, like it's all I ever thought about when I was talking to people. Seriously, I would just be like, all they're doing is looking at that dark tooth I have. That's all they see right now. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, all right, my daughter's got braces. Thirteen years old. I mean, this is just I, I'm I'm in the middle of it, man. 
My brother had a dead tooth his senior year. He did it wrestling. Yeah. And uh, like they even told him, like, look, we can replace it, but you're going to bust it out again wrestling. Yeah. So he kept it in for like the whole wrestling season. Just a mangy looking tooth. Oh, my. I made fun of him all the time. Did it stink? I was like, give me a smile. Oh. <laughs> but I, I actually went to a dentist. Now, if you don't notice, I have a pretty sizable underbite. Because of my bottom jaw. I never noticed until now. Now that's all I'll ever see when I look at you. Because my jaw is pretty big. I had a dentist that told my mom when I went in for like a consultation. Yeah. Like, well, we'll have to break his jaw. Good God. Move it back and then replace it. Honest to... I didn't hear another word he said because all I thought about the entire time was, I wouldn't get out of here. And we got up and walked out. My mom said... No, we're not going into that. Boy, is it worth it just for an underbite? God, I, I, I mean, I've lived with that. Right. I'd rather just bite with my back teeth. I, and you know, like I got. I, wow, that is a big underbite. Holy oh, God. right. Now right, I see why sir. you grew such a big beard to hide that underbite. <laughs> I grew the beard to hide my chins when I was obese. <laughs> I'm telling you that. Now there was another. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's. Uh, but then I was telling Presley, I was like, all right, your teeth are gonna hurt for like three days. I was like, but you're just. Like, I'm just excited for her to go through this. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's like a stupid thing to be excited about. Well, and, and when she gets older, she'll realize how really important that kind of stuff right. was. Now, I will tell you, I, too, had something going on with the mouth yesterday. What was it? First of all, I don't want to compare myself to, like, you know, troops or anything like that. Okay. Please but I'm don't. here battling today. Why I have happen? bitten the same spot inside oh. my mouth for two days in a row. <laughs> That's the because then it swells up and yes. then it's, it's more in the way and it, it's got jagged edges for your teeth to get caught on it. I I, I I googled medically induced coma yesterday. I was like, can they just put me under <laughs> until this heals? And then I come. You know, the holidays are coming up. Just right. just knock me out for a couple days. Let that heal. I there is no. I, like I get it. Like there's other pain, but like instantaneous pain oh, like man. that. That biting a the inside of your mouth hurts, and then that same literal spot yeah. the next day. Oh, sweet sass morass. The the worst is if you get canker sores, knowing like, oh, well, great. Now I got a canker sore coming. Oh. Like if I ever bite the tip of my tongue, I I I'd literally just want to shut down for the rest of the week because I'm like, well, now I'm gonna have a canker sore, not be able to talk. Wood's gonna make fun of me because I'm not moving my lips when I talk. Well, yeah, you do talk like that. You're like, oh, that's great. Good morning. Because I grew up with such bad canker sores. Like, I, I would have to miss school because I couldn't talk. They were so painful. And so I've really learned how to, you know, I'll, I could probably be a hell of a ventriloquist because I can literally talk without only my lips at all. See? Look at it. That's not <laughs> bad. That's pretty dang good. Maybe if you practice. For the uh, radio, that's really good stuff. Check out this. Uh, Rachel texted, my sister hit me in the face with a metal shovel as a kid and broke my tooth in half. <laughs> Yikes. That's a hard hit. Oh. Man, the worst, though, is I had to get a root canal on that fake tooth that I told everyone I busted out playing hockey. And I don't think they gave me enough numbing medication. I remember getting up just drenched in sweat. And my mom could hear me in the lobby because I was in just excruciating pain. Toughen up. Uh, no. Toughen up. Have you ever had a root canal? No, thank God. Okay, then shut your pie hole. Now, I do remember that one time we were playing, my brother and I, I dropped a PVC pipe on his head. <laughs> From a tree house, and what he, are you, he, home he needed alone? stitches. What are you, <laughs> and I, the, the funny thing is, was he my, trying to break into your house on Christmas? My mom was like, "Oh, it's so I, I don't have to worry about Ben because he's down on the ground and Mad is up there." And then, <laughs> boom, 
a hospital trip. As a mother of two boys, God bless my mom, because she was in the ER an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. The stitches, broken bones, all that stuff. And that's like what my wife is now getting used to, because my wife grew up with just sisters. Right. And she didn't get... Like I, 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 you know, when when somebody's bleeding or something like that, I, my first question is always, where are they cut? Yeah, the head. I'm like, first of all, relax. Heads bleed. Like that time, my my son cut his head and it was just like he looked like Ric Flair. Yeah, there's blood everywhere. My wife's in a panic. I'm like, Andrea, it's probably not that bad. In wrestling, they call that green blood. And, it means more money. You know, you just go ahead and you know you just hold it and it does. It, but that is the difference. But here's my wife will have the advantage here in a couple years. When Murphy gets older and the hormones start up, yeah, and I, I've never been around females like that. It's With, wild. Uh, it's a wild scene. I'm telling you, you know, having a 13 year old daughter and a wife, it's a wild scene. Well, even my wife getting mad at me. I, I just, what the hell are you mad at me for? Yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know, and even more, I don't care. Look at Katie from Sartell. My sister smacked me in the back of the head when we were doing the dishes as kids. She chipped my front tooth. Man. Good Lord. That's raw. Which pocket did she reach back to for that one? I remember not. this wasn't a tooth injury, but my brother, Michael, who's my oldest brother. I don't know if you've met him. Have you? Maybe. Okay. Anyway, so he was chasing my other brother around the house mm-hmm. and stubbed his toe and broke his toe. Oh. Let out a bear scream. Something I've... It's, it's burned into my brain to this day i was terrified i went and hid under the bed <laughs> i thought well now the wrath of michael's coming for everybody well, he's yeah. burning his house down you got to at that point in time and then don't dare call mom at work either like that was like i don't know if you guys had the same rule but we were not allowed to call my mom at work and if we did there was hell to pay yeah that was the case with my dad don't call my dad at work yeah my mom was a teacher so she kind of got it but no if you called my dad oh man someone's gonna be upset katie i mean that was a, a that bus ride home you might as well have just been bust me to the pen <laughs> even just the hand shackles and everything i'm saying goodbyes to my friends getting off the bus i'm like zach i love you i'll always remember you man you were there for me tell tell everyone my story as i'm getting off that was been the end of it my, I, i've oh, been ahead. i've been hitting the head with an aluminum baseball bat from Sievert. All right. Sievert, I'm not surprised, buddy. <laughs> Marlene, my brother knuckled me in the back when I was 10 and I went down and hit the porcelain hand sink in the bathroom. Oh. Chipped my front tooth on the front edge of it. Oh. <laughs> it didn't do anything until last year. Wow, you went a long time with that. Can I tell you something? I started to help out yesterday because, of course, mom and dad get some gifts for the kids. You know, Santa's going to get what he gets right. for them. And I started doing a little bit of rapping yesterday. Oh, I hate rapping. I'm actually awesome at it. I would imagine. Just like everything you do. My hand dexterity is godlike. But anyways. Well, when you've never worked for a living, your hands can do little nimble tasks. Neither here nor there. But I, I thought I'd be cute. And so, you know, I do the two, you know, two Murphy. And then from, I put, you know, most of a mom. Yeah. But then a few, I thought it'd be funny and put Grub, our dog. Right. Now he's going to get all the credit for it. So I put some of these presents under the tree. I tell the kids, you can't open them. You can't lift them up. Don't touch them. No shaking. No nothing. Yeah. And they, they read it. My daughter reads it, sees that our dog has theoretically gotten her Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. She spent the next solid 90 minutes following the dog around the house, thanking him for <laughs> remembering her at Christmas. Point of order. Treating her right. And... I, there I am, dad, paying for food, <laughs> home, electricity, internet, 
Dad's getting nothing. Point of order. Mm-hmm. Isn't this the brain trust? Like, this is the one that you said is the franchise. Like, oh, yeah. you're, you're pinning all your hopes on your daughter being the one that lifts the wood name to the highest levels. Oh, yeah. And she thinks your dog was out Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Well, she believes that he just possesses purchasing power. <laughs> I don't know if she <laughs> believes he logged on to Amazon. I, look, I'm just clarifying here. I just want to make sure that this is what you're pinning all your hopes and dreams on is this child. But trying to be a better me, yeah. looking inwards, I then kind of took a second and said, am I getting upset that a dog is getting credit <laughs> for presents that I bought? You know what I do get upset is, is, the, is the man of the house, as the breadwinner, if you will, that when it comes to Christmas time... <laughs> I wish someone would just say, hey, you know what? You, you've done a lot this mm. year. You've, you've kept the lights on. All of our phones have never been shut off. Somehow there's always gas in the cars. You know, maybe you don't have to buy it. I wish my wife would say, you know, maybe you don't have to go spend a lot of money on a gift. I, I just wish she would say that once. But isn't, I honestly, and I, I'm not saying this is straight up BS or anything like that. I honestly enjoy getting people gifts more than I like getting them. I do too. Except for when you throw the kids into it and everything else, and now we're taking like a little kind of staycation for the holidays, mm-hmm. and the, the money just starts racking up. You it know? does. And you know what it was? It's because of the stupid way that I popped my tire. Now I have to buy two new tires, and that's really a burr in my saddle right now. Maybe that's your Christmas gift. Because that's you know that's 500 bucks that I wasn't planning on spending, mm-hmm. and during the holidays, that's a lot of money. I don't want to use a credit card. So now I'm, it made my holidays a little funky, all because I rolled over my own car key and popped my tire. I can see that. Which is literally the dumbest thing that anyone's ever done. But here's the thing. You know what? You can't take the money with you. You're right. As my father likes to tell me, I'm going to be the poorest guy in the cemetery when I go out. <laughs> oh, I'm spending it all. Hey, good for you. You can't take it with you. So I know. why not enjoy it and but see? But it'd be nice to have some while I'm here. Well, yeah. And it would be nice to have a dollar or two in retirement. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But here's the thing. We're never going to retire. I, Dude, this business will retire us. Nah. Nobody ever gets a last show. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you get a last show, but they decide when it is, not you. I don't, I don't buy that. You and me, we'll be reading the weather and no bits, you know. And I'm fine with that. I could do this for the rest of my life. I was thinking this last night. Now that I don't drink during the week at all, like, g- getting up early is no big deal anymore. Right. It used to feel like someone hit me with a bang of hammers when I was getting out of bed in the morning. And you're getting older. You get up earlier when you get older. That is true. You know? I got up at 4 a.m. to put a brisket on over the weekend. That's what I'm saying, man. And it, and it was awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm the only one up. I put on a movie. It was awesome. Uh, I remember the day. Now, again, I was bouncing and stuff, but when you would wake up and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, you're oh. like, oh. When uh, I was, what the day have in front of me? When, when I was first starting in radio, I was right across the hall at our sister station mm-hmm. and I did nights. So sometimes I, in the winter, I would wake up at 3.30 in the afternoon and literally have 30 minutes of daylight. And it's almost dusk. Yeah. Well, how depressing was that? Oh my God. You become one of the mole people. <laughs> you definitely do, man. Like, I have no idea. Shout out to anybody working third shift, like, at the, on their way home or something I like that. I don't know right how now. you do it, man. I, I'm with you, man. It, it's just, it, that's not the life for me, but it, it, some people enjoy it. Like, my uncle loved working that stuff. The overnights? Yeah. Some pe- yeah, some people love it. What is your beef with sour cream now? What is this going on? You said, dude, sour cream is upsetting me. You, this, is, this was a text from you yesterday. I was irate yesterday. About sour cream. I have no idea. This is how stupid we are as a collective. As a people? So I, unfortunately, will watch commercials at one point in time and one point in time only. That's during sporting events. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I was watching a college football game. And there's a commercial for this sour cream. 
I forget what it is. It's like a dollop or something. Do right? a dollop of Daisy? Fine, whatever. And they're putting sour cream in everything. Just blah, 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 blah. Right. And the first time I saw this, what the hell was that at the end? Boom. Game come back. This commercial comes up every time. Did you re- I was like, did you rewind live TV so you could see what it was? Not the first time because the game came back. But the second time, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to watch. I saw it and I still got I had to go back. This woman in this commercial, and I swear to God, please text in. And let me know if any other human being does this. Dipped a strawberry into sour cream. Sweet and sour. And ate it like a psychopath. And all of a sudden, they're playing like the jingle and everything over it. I called my wife into the room. I asked my kids. Now, I've seen my kids eat some horrifically dumb things. Right. My, 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 my children will put ketchup literally on anything. Have any of you dipped fruit into sour cream? And if you did, please... Give me your address because the FBI needs to come get no, you. Don't you understand sweet and sour? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's one of the oldest flavored profiles in the world. No, there, there's nothing sweet about a strawberry. Okay, okay, you're, I guess you're right. Sour and sour. Well, <laughs> okay. see what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, I understand. What about other fruit though? What if it was like a, I don't know, what's a sweet fruit? Disgusting. What if you dip a banana in sour cream? Disgusting. <laughs> That does sound terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like, of all the things you could have dipped into this, are you just dripping in a strawberry to try to prove that you're quote-unquote healthy? Do a dollop of daisy? Maybe people do. Maybe people put sour cream on fruit. I don't know. I, oddly enough, have stopped liking sour cream. Why? I don't know. I, I always loved it. I always got my tacos bel grande. See? I always got the grande on there, you know? Mr. Kelly. But now I hate sour cream. Mm. I, I don't know what happened. I love sour cream on a baked potato. I don't like ketchup anymore either. I don't know how that happened. I think you outgrow ketchup. I guess you do. But I went back to ketchup on a hot dog. Wow. Sensational. I tell you, it opens something up. Is it worth opening up my heart again to ketchup? Because I'm a raw onion and mustard guy on the hot dog. That's it. You got it, bro. Man. Plain Jane. That's a state fair special right there. And then I just put a little ketchup on, open it up. But I tell you what, I have never, and again, no other person is texting this in. Look at Becca, that's disgusting. Uh, Ray from uh, Ray and Jesse. Ray hates sour cream, so we're not allowed to buy it. (laughs) I haven't gone that far. That's a strong stance where no one is allowed to have it in the house. Uh, Samantha texts in, I'm with you, Wood. I made a comment when I saw that commercial. See, someone's with some strawberry into sour cream. Now I want to try it, though. Whipped cream, absolutely. Yeah. Heavy cream, if you whip it, fine. I kind of want to try it, though. Cool whip, fine. Cool whip. I, I mean, I'm, look, I am open up to a lot of things. I used to live with a lot of stoners who ate a lot of weird things. And I've seen you eat some wild stuff. No one in their right mind is... Di- like, how much did they have to pay that woman in the commercial? She, she didn't look around and go, are you serious? It's almost like salting the outside of a burrito. Stop it. Watch yourself. <laughs> I just, I have no idea who would do this. Well, you might be right, because so far not a single texter has texted in and said, And yeah, I feel good hell? about this, because there is, I, and I, and this is my thing, like, are we just that, I, I, and I'm being 100% honest with you, I'm guessing the sour cream company was like, look, we have to look remotely healthy. Uh, a female eating a strawberry looks healthy. Plus, it's a bit sensual. And maybe like this you know, will be like, oh, cool! I can get that. Maybe sour cream is now healthy. Sex sells, so you got a woman eating a strawberry. 
you know, I, it's kind of sensual. And I'm not, you know, trying to take a whiz on the dairy industry or anything like that. I, I, I don't think anyone thinks you are. You, you, you do love sour cream, right? Just not on a strawberry, Keith. That is disgusting. I'll put it on my tacos, though. Yes. God dang, I want to try it. How about this text message? First time texter, no name. Uh, I've seen a TikTok. Oreos and sour cream is supposed to be amazing. From Tyler. Okay, no. now, but now you got sweet and sour. That might not be bad, to be honest with you. I don't know about that. I would put ketchup on a strawberry before I put sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm telling you, man. It is just one of those things where I saw it. I couldn't believe it. And I, I just, it, my wife, I called her into the room. And it was one of those things. Like, my wife was back there. She was doing, like, laundry and all this. And I'm like, yeah. You've got to come. You, know, you got to drop everything. She's like, what? What is going? She got like are three. The kids, are the kids okay? <laughs> she got like three laundry baskets. I'm like, look at this. She's eating a strawberry with sour cream. Meanwhile, you're sitting there with chip crumbs all over your chest. <laughs> I'm like, by the way, when you go upstairs, you want to grab daddy another pop? And I, she gave me such a look of disappointment. Just you know, is this this is the star I've hitched my wagon to? And walked off, didn't give me any feedback, so I had to bring in here. But I'm glad not another single person is like, no, I've tried it. Because there's been some things that we brought up on air, food combination-wise, where people right. are like, oh, it's not bad, try it. Right. I would try it on an Oreo. I feel like that would maybe be sweet and sour. Gross. It does sound pretty gross. Yeah. No. I should do that. I should get some Oreos, bring them in here, replace the cream in the middle with sour cream, and give them to you. Uh, hell to the no, sour cream on an Oreo, blasphemy. You guys should do a video trying the strawberries and sour cream I'll, and Oreos. I'll, and I'll do cream. it. It's, it's not that far out of the realm. It's all edible, you know? Right. It's not like I'm dipping it in a shoe. It's like, you know. I'd rather have the shoe. <laughs> it's edible. Hey, should we do some history, man? Come on. Got me all hot and bothered. Oddly enough, I'm doing the history of sour cream today. <laughs> no, no, there isn't much history. Um, all right, so on this day in 1946. Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy and Lone. Mary! Mary! Harry! Hey! Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter! Happy New Year to you! In jail. In jail. Go on. They're waiting for you. I love that part of that movie. Never uh, seen it. In 1946, It's a Wonderful Life, starring Jimmy Stewart, premiered in New York City. Jimmy Stewart's still alive? No. He's been dead for a hot second. I think he died in the 90s, even. Okay. But, I mean, that movie came out in 1946. He was, like, in his 20s, in uh, maybe late 20s, early 30s in that movie. So, he, yeah, he's an old, he was an older cat. So I was right, right around the end of World War II. Boy, think about that. Yeah, and he was, I believe he was in World War II. Like Jimmy Stewart, really? yeah, Jimmy Stewart was a good guy. Like, and I, I, I want to remember that. I think he volunteered to go fight too. Like he wasn't drafted or anything like that. Well, think about all those baseball. Ted Williams, Ted Williams, one of the greatest hitters to ever live. Last person to hit four hundred in Major League Baseball was a fighter pilot. Really? And the, people say, what could have numbers had? What could have numbers could he have stacked up in his career if he didn't give up that time? He to go fight for our country. He didn't care. He loved the country so much. I, I'm telling you, it was a different time, man. Different Jim, time. Jimmy Stewart, military. Now, now, now I got military career. Oh, boy. This is a lot of reading. But, that's a th- but, that's a th- but the, going back to that, so many of those people in that era did that. And we've talked about before, the women that stepped up, the Rosie the Riveter. It was like a collective everyone pitched in. So Jimmy Stewart entered the Army as a private and at the end of World War II, was a colonel in the Army Corps. Jeez. Fully decorated as a result of 20 combat missions. He flew over Germany as a leader of a squadron of B-24s. Get the hell out what of here. What a bad A. Holy cow. 
Now you need to go watch It's a Wonderful Life and put some respect on it. In today's age of every movie being done 13 times over, how have I not seen a movie about his life? Right. What an amazing... Oh, man, that gave me goosebumps. That's so cool. I knew he did something. That would be a great like, thing. I would love listening to that. Like, all the famous people that went and did stuff in the military. I read a biography about Jimmy Stewart, too, and it was a, by a young guy whose mom was a sculptor and was commissioned to uh, sculpt a bust of Jimmy Stewart mm-hmm. and said that th- this young dude who wrote the book, you know, obviously like did a lot of research about him everything else. Said that he drove a Toyota Camry. It was like a it was like a seven year old Toyota Camry. Like he was just a guy mm-hmm. who happened to have this amazing movie career. Pretty neat, man. Rearview Window is another Jimmy Stewart movie that I love. It's an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Hmm. Super good. All right, sorry, I went on way too long about Jimmy Stewart. I don't. I, I, that was probably the most interesting thing we've said all day. It probably was. So let's just shut it down now and go home. It's very low bar. Let's beat. Still. Let's beat the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, on this day in 1957. Yes, yes. I got Speaking of the military, Elvis Presley was drafted on this day back in 1957. That's Elvis. Yeah, it's a little fast, I think. Hmm. This is from the movie GI Blues, though. Okay, and you disagree with that interpretation of Elvis in the that, movie? In the movie, that was one of the parts that irritated me the most. Like he, they weren't they weren't coming after him for shaking his hips, so he like dodged and went into the army. That's not the way it worked. No, I I, I hated that movie to be hundred percent honest with you. Okay, it jumped all over the place, and it was like, all right, I, it's kind of cool you're mixing the old music with new, but. I don't, his life, his life didn't need to be jazzed up that much. That's true. It was a pretty amazing life just to begin with. The ending of the movie was pretty amazing. Yeah, that where they kind of melded it into the old. The, the part video. that made me sad though is when he collapsed on the way to the stage. And I, I say this all the time: get that boy on stage. Yeah, with his dad standing yeah. there. Oh, that part made me so sad. All right, and then uh, twenty nineteen. Boy, it's a lot of military in here. The United States, United States Space Force. Became the first new branch of the United States Armed Forces since 1947. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I even said it to you. I was like, is the Space Force still going on? Or was that just kind of a... I don't know. All right. I haven't heard much about it. Apparently, it's been all quiet up there. Well, or maybe that's what they want. They're doing their job. Yeah, I haven't heard any (laughs) Space Wars yet. (laughs) No alien attacks. (laughs) Dang. Those guys are on top of it. Good job, boys. And then I only got one birthday for you today. You look like a future pedophile in this picture, number one. Number two, it doesn't even have a first name. It just says McLovin. (laughs) Jonah Hill, it's his birthday today. Literally the only part of that movie I could find that didn't have any curse words in it. I like Jonah Hill. So do I. And he seems like a very likable guy and really gets into a lot of his roles. Yeah. He's very good in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. That was a great movie. Um, But he's, I, I'm going to say he's 38. Uh, you're close, actually. Jonah Hill is the ripe old age of 39 today. All right. 40 years old next year. Boy, he's done a lot before turning 40. Good for him. And uh, that's it. That's all I got for birthdays today. Thin day. Yeah, not a whole lot going on, but that's all right. You know what it means? It means it's a good day if it's your birthday because you can go make some history. Shine like a star.